0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 127 of Value I'm Chan Man V and joined, joined, or joining me today are Allie <laughs> and Jackie, of course. What's up, guys?
1: Uh, what's up? Hello. How's everyone
2: doing? Good, good. Just yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good too. Been in Germany all week. i the oh, story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I only got back on Monday. So,
0: good. So, so, there's no jet lag when you go to Germany, right? It's, Almost the same time zone, right?
2: Yeah, the flight's like well, the flight's only an hour and a half, and it's only an hour difference in time zone. So yeah, it's pretty oh, it's like that. pretty no fine.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I guess the better question is, have you recovered from it yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yes, see uh, stories always an experience, right?
2: It so. was actually pretty messy, but uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Story uh, great,
1: time. Yeah, great <laughs> to see all
2: the other like players and streamers. And, yeah. Like, obviously, I've met a lot of them before, but there's some of them I've never met before. So it's you know, nice to get to know them.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well we'll definitely get to that. We've got obviously a seat story segment that uh you can fill us in on everything that's going on there. Uh but we've got a lot to talk about. We always have a lot to talk about, but then when big news is announced right before the show too, it just piles on to everything that we had planned. So it's going to be a fun show. Uh and I figured we would just kind of start off with the big news which uh was announced a couple hours ago. Maybe well, actually it looks like it was officially 8 hours ago on the EU server. 8
1: hours ago. Yeah. About yeah. Then.
0: Yeah, maybe in the U.S. It was a little bit maybe late after that. But, um, yeah, the big news is the Rogue Quest, the Caverns Below, has been nerfed. Like, it's been nerfed. I mean, finally nerfed, right? It's after, after people have been, you know, wanting it, asking for it, you know, at different times of the game, you know, like phases. Obviously, in the very beginning, everybody was like, this is broken. Like, this totally needs to be changed. And then, you know, slowly people realize that, oh, okay, it's not as broken as we thought, and there's there's a purpose for it. So, um, I'm, let me show you the nerf at least. The nerf is basically uh, the the text will now read: "Quest, play five minions with the same name, and the reward crystal core." Um, nothing too surprising as a way to nerf it. You know, I think a lot of, it used to be four, obviously. And, you know, obviously adding one more to it makes it a lot harder to accomplish in, you know, on, on turn five and turn six, like we, we saw on average. So, I uh, want to get your thoughts on just, I guess, did it need to be nerfed? Were you And are you guys surprised? So, uh, Jackie, how about I'll start off with you.
2: Um, I'm very happy uh, that it's nerfed. Yeah, I think it did need to be nerfed. I think the issue with it was not that it was. Too good, because mm-hmm. I, my issue was it was that it was just too polarized. It was mm-hmm. so incredibly good against control and so terrible against aggro. So if you queue into quest rogue on ladder, you pretty much knew the outcome of the game on turn one, and it's extremely uninteractive to play against mm-hmm. as a as a control deck. So um, yeah, I'm I'm b- very happy with the nerf. <laughs> Allie, what do you think? I feel
1: like- I feel like it's a really interesting nerf because uh, it wasn't that, you know, the wing rate was just too crazy. Like Jackie was just saying, it's just simply that the matchup was too polarized. And I, I'm happy. I'm definitely happy. But at the same time, I'm also like, they basically just killed it. I think, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it was there a, a better, like happy medium, you know, like I, I was thinking potentially could they have changed the mechanics a little bit? like, if you silence the minions, they actually go back to their original stats, you know. So, or like, I was just thinking maybe there were other ways to, to nerf it. Like, I'm happy that it's nerfed because it needed. There needs to be change, but I just think that this completely killed it. And there might have been other ways to, I don't know, maybe making four, I don't know, making four fours or just something else to like to kind of nerf it. I, I'm not sure, but so I'm I'm happy, but I'm in the middle yeah. of a little bit about yeah.
0: it. That yeah, I know what sense. you mean by that. Um, for me, I I'm happy about it. I mean, there's, there's definitely yeah, really th- definitely great. not bummed about it at all. Just because I've never been a huge fan of that that deck, and I, I have respect for it because it, there is a skill. There's a, it, there is a pretty high skill cap to playing it, at least at the most optimal way. Um, but at the same time, I, there's been countless times, especially recently, where I just. Concede like the moment I, I play against it because I'm playing a, mm-hmm. a control deck, it's like it's not even worth my time. Like maybe right. I win like you know five percent of the time, it's like not worth it. Like I could play three games, so. game. yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So I, I think that, um, you know, in terms of it being nerfed, I like that. You know, it's not going to be played as much in terms of how it was nerfed. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, too, Ali. I think this this is a more drastic way of nerfing it because it just won't be played much because of how much harder it is to have five minions versus four um i think that it might be exaggerated i still think if people played it a ton and they played it optimally with the five i bet it's still pretty good you know and it's it's probably gonna be people like jackie that probably end up realizing yeah after everybody (laughs) just gives up on it right jackie will keep playing it and then they'll figure out you know what it's it's still pretty darn good um but i wish they would have done some things like me you know ali you were mentioning to me earlier that where you know maybe the transformation spells work the way that you would hope that they would work and and things like that right and that would make the deck a little bit more um you know just a little bit better for some of the control decks and some of the tools that they have but with this though yeah i i I see it
2: dropping by a lot at least the... yeah i mean i can i can finally play the deck on my stream <laughs> which is great because if i'd ever played quest rogue in the past people would be like why are you playing quest rogue jackie this isn't what i watch you for <laughs> right.
0: but it's um, not cool I, enough, I think right yeah
2: i can see why some people are a bit disappointed with the nerf because a lot of people have been saying that uh, the quest rogue is fairly high skill cap and um like high skill cap decks are generally great for the game great for competitive play but Definitely. and i do agree that they could have nerfed it differently one suggestion one thing that someone suggested to me was that um, the quest reward instead of being a spell mm-hmm. was a minion so it's right. like the the warlock quest where you get something that sticks on the board um. So you can only have six slots on the available on the board. But the most important thing is that you then can't prep out the quest.
1: Exactly. Which is 100%. like the,
2: such a big deal. Like the the games that are the most annoying against the quest rogue are when they prep out the quest on like turn three or four, and it, it's just ridiculous.
1: I didn't think about that option mm-hmm. actually. That's sick. Yeah. I I like that. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, one one of the problematic issues is how yeah how how cheap. The core is and if they would have made it a minion they could have just made it more expensive too I mean that, that's an even easier one if people still want to use prep sure you can still use prep but it's an 8 mana <laughs> you can spell an hour or something yeah, like that yeah I agree, I
2: agree with that mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure.
0: so um, I, I think one maybe one positive things about it is that we'll get a chance to see Miracle Rogue more you know like I, I think ah, Miracle Rogue shit. is one that is entertaining I think it has a lot of you know there's a skill cap that's very high for that deck too <laughs> And uh, we'll just be able to see that a bit more, at least for the rogue players. Um, I guess one point about, you know, you, you mentioned that it has a high skill cap, usually good for the game. Um, I would say this one is, if you didn't like Freeze Mage, or if you don't like Freeze Mage, you shouldn't like um, the you know, the quest rogue either. And uh, I think just because it has a skill you know, high skill cap doesn't mean it's good for the game at all. And at the lower levels, I bet people hate it. <laughs> like, hate it. Yeah, a ton, right? Like so.
2: I mean, it's kind of like the deck that just punishes experimenting and trying things out the most. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you Pretty just much. you just get steamrolled. Um, yep. And yeah, it's so... just kind of how how uninteractive it feels. I think is the most annoying thing about it. That you play the game and you feel like there's absolutely nothing I could have done this game, and I'm just mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. up to five. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that? I mean, is that how some people feel about freeze? Freeze mage though, I mean, I, I think yeah. so, right? That's, I mean, uh, for I, I personally love freeze mage, so, but I and I hate quest rogue, so I don't, I, mean,
2: I don't know. I mean, freeze mage you have a lot more time, right? Normally they're like right. alexing mm-hmm. you on nine and then burning yeah, you out yeah, over the next absolutely. two turns, so I think you have a lot more time to do stuff about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't think freeze mage is as bad as quest rogue.
0: You know, I don't think we were originally like at least in the show notes planning on talking about the you know the big topic of the day that we're we're gonna do, but we might as well do it now, just given that it's okay. it's related to obviously this and, and the rogue. So the topic that we were going to talk about today, guys, was just um, y- you know polarization, I guess in in Hearthstone, at least with some decks. Like, does Hearthstone have an issue with polarized decks and? Um, you know, right now in the competitive space, because we do see a little bit of rock, paper, scissors. That's obviously been a narrative that we've had for months <laughs> now. And uh, is it a problem right now? And, you know, is it a um, is it something that we even want in Hearthstone? So, um, you know, now that we have the quest rogue being nerfed, which was one of the decks that was absolutely polarizing, because you just lose, right, with, with control. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? What's the state of the game right now in terms of, of that?
1: I, th- I mean, I think Quest Rogue was the, big- the biggest one. Like, that, that was the whole reason why we wanted to talk about it in general. So it's mm-hmm. kind of timely that the, the announcement was just today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other matchups that are extremely polarized, but I just can't think... Like, nothing has been as bad, I think, as Quest Rogue, <coughs> right? Just versus Control. Um, what are some, what J- are some other...
2: Jade Druid used yeah, to I be mean, great, so... Oh, Freeze, like, oh, Mage against- <laughs> Freeze Mage against Control Warrior was one of the old, right. like, right. common ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But that um, one's not that bad anymore, right? It's not terribly bad with, like...
2: Just mi- a out. No, I mean, yeah, ju- yeah Just mid- a Yeah, M D yeah, is but... being
0: mixed in. I mean, there's a lot
2: of value in the the mages now. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, but I think generally,
2: like, decks that have very polarized matchups uh, are bad for the game. I think, say, you, like, a lot of people have been to- talking about the Rock scissors kind of thing, and... Um, if these decks in the in the rock paper scissors, these three decks, if they all have like a ten percent win rate against one of them and a ninety percent win rate against the other one, I think that's absolutely awful for the game because mm-hmm. it's you know, you're just flipping a coin on what matchup you're getting. Yeah. Um, whereas if the triangle is a bit closer, so one of them has like a sixty percent and a forty percent, that kind of thing, I think that's a lot more healthy for the game. And there's a lot more things you can do as the unfavored deck. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just be, like being unfavored in a matchup shouldn't just be like, I may as well concede the game. Right.
1: Absolutely. I think a 60-40 is totally fine. <laughs> not 90%, 10% is just, no, that's not fun. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah,
2: a bit <laughs> who enjoys that?
1: Like, queuing into Quest and being like, well, might as well concede. You know, like, that's just, mm. doesn't make Hearthstone fun. And so I think I think with the Quest nerf, the polarization like because i don't think jay is is too bad right now no, like I don't with, think so. with, against mm-hmm. control so i think that polarization's not going to be as much of an issue in the very near future now obviously a new expansion comes out and we'll see we'll see what happens after that but um yeah but i think it should be should be getting better
0: and you know clearly they use stats to make this decision too so mm-hmm. i'm thinking the stats were very weighted you know probably close to that that ninety ten, 10 probably maybe not that drastic, but it's definitely closer to that beyond the, the parameters which, they, you know, um, you know, which they, they have so that whenever it does reach that point, they need to make some changes. So um, clearly it got to that point. You know, One thing I would say, at least design-wise and just generally speaking, is that um, you know, they don't necessarily have designs in mind, but when it comes to the quests, they, they clearly do, right? Because they're steering mm-hmm. us down a, a deck-building path. And the one thing with that that type of thing, if they're gonna have quests like that, is you can't have like a, a deck that is polarizing like that because you can't counter it. Like it's one thing with freeze because you know freeze was uh, you know people classify it the same, but you can put heals in your deck. You know you can mm-hmm. you can actually put you know five six cards that helps against freeze mage. There's not much you can do, like, as a control deck. Against right, like, as a control deck,
1: deck, there's not anything mm-hmm. you can tech. Like, you can play right. an aggro deck, but, and that counters yeah. it. But you yeah. can't, like, just add something. Yeah. That's why I was thinking, yeah. if you're playing Priest, and maybe if the minions were, um, if they were silenced, they would go back to their original <laughs> right. stats. Like, adding something like Mass Dispel, would, and you, there yeah. is nothing like that, that would um counter it now so that was a really good
0: point yeah master spell turning them all let's just say one ones and one twos even -hmm. just like that turn right and it feels like a jaraxis type of interaction right whenever he gets to that point that gives you a chance you know at least a control deck you know a decent uh, it's not gonna be good matchup it's still a chance that they have you know and and it creates something similar that we've seen before
2: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, and I guess another thing, another way they could have nerfed it is maybe instead of five fives, I mean, it could be like five fours or five threes or something. Yeah, so they, right. Or the other because cool. things like Hellfire, Flame Strike, are just yeah. like to they they do anything where they're meant to be like really powerful board clearing mm-hmm. cards. But Very true. It's yeah, just irrelevant, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. Fire, fire
1: potions, like the only
2: yeah. yeah. thing. <laughs> and fellfire potion. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh that's true. But, no, you um, totally yeah. right. I forgot about
2: fellfire. Yeah. In, in terms of like. Will this change the meta or anything? I think, like people will definitely probably go to some other anti-control because quest rogue is like the the biggest like anti-control mm-hmm. deck right now. Like quest rogue and jade druid are the two kind of most popular anti-control yeah. decks. So probably jade druid might become a little bit more popular.
1: Yeah, probably um,
2: miracle rogue might become more popular. Any mm-hmm. kind of anti, yeah, some more anti-control decks might come into the fray. You know,
0: yeah.
1: Do we know when? I don't. I mean, we don't know when the nerf's going live because you know HCT Shanghai is happening very soon, yeah. and obviously, like they can't change it before then because players have already submitted their decks. So I guess it'll just be after then at some point. I suppose.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, this is this is where it gets tricky because they. I don't know. I don't know if they take into account when compet. You know the competitive schedule. Mm-hmm. You think they would, but. You know, this kind of change, you're right. I think that it completely changes uh, what would be optimal <coughs> if they do play with that. Yeah. And they don't have tournament servers, right? That, I don't think they'll be playing on the last patch. So, yeah, mm. maybe it's coming after that, which, when is Shanghai, by the way? Is it in, is it it's like a
2: week or something? July, or two
1: like six, seven, eight, something like that.
2: Okay. Yeah, like uh, a week and a half. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I'm
1: going and I'm yeah. going from the fourth through the tenth, so it's like oh, seven, eight, nine, okay. some somewhere in there.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did probably. I I would expect it to be after. Usually, when they announce something like this, it they would usually take a couple of weeks to do it anyway. So, like, mm-hmm. there's a couple of weeks where people are like, "Oh, yeah, this is gonna change. Let's, you know, get our last game for Quest for Again."
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Give right. them a taste of like the
0: old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we can wait a couple of weeks. So you know, after Shanghai, I think would be the proper uh, timing for it. Um, you know, one other thing I was thinking, I was trying to think of, like, just why, you know, some other reasons why they would do it now versus before. And maybe in the next expansion, there's going to be some elements of copying cards or, you know, making just copies of the same card much more uh, frequent in terms of quests. So it would have made the, <laughs> the quest stroke even worse than it, than it was already. Yeah. yeah. I
1: Honestly... It possibly, I yeah. feel like it's more just a response to the unrest in the community. Like I just feel like so many people um, have Is been it, complaining about Questro that they they, they just want to respond somehow. But may, maybe they'll have copy cards. I'm not sure.
0: Has there been a lot so. of complaints recently? I, I may have might have missed those. Um,
1: I don't know about recently. I think it's just been the general attitude for a while, and they're just deciding now. So yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> a couple minutes say.
0: later, <laughs> those huh. are reacted reactive time right, yeah, right. User time. <laughs> better late it's than time. never right
2: um yeah. yeah i think they absolutely had to nerf it though i think they had to do something about it because it would have just it's just it's so interactive and it would have been in the meta for like a year and a half which is like so yeah so depressing
1: <laughs> just for yeah. the game in general like control decks are fun i personally love yeah. control decks i'm Want to
0: actually have a chance to play them? Yeah. So. yeah. Well, those those broadcasts are going to be even
2: longer now. Oh
0: Tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tournaments. <laughs> like, control Paladin like. versus Control Warriors. <laughs> I mean, it's not the kind of
2: like oh, like control decks shouldn't be played. Like everyone, like control decks should be like there should be something that's good against control decks, like like Jades for example. But it just shouldn't be as uninteractive as. as
0: yeah. Agreed. As the yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about another bit of news, which I thought was going to be the big news, but now it's like secondary compared to this. But they did announce, uh, I think it was late last week, uh, that they're they're making changes to the packs and how legendaries are going to be, um, not handled, but how they're going to appear. So no more duplicate legendaries, guys. (laughs) Anytime you get a legendary, as long as you have legendaries you don't have, you will be getting those legendaries. So, um, of course, if you have all the legendaries, you're going to get duplicate legendaries, right? So, <laughs> officially, you know, it, it it is not that, you know, that you'll never, ever get a duplicate legendary. But for the most part, all of us, we will not be getting them anymore. And what was interesting about it, too, is that Overwatch also did a very similar thing with their loot boxes. Where, you know, it's legendary skins and things like that. Same thing. You know, if you don't have as long as you have some open legend legends, you're going to be getting those, you know, anytime you get a legend box. Um, so, yeah, I mean, generally, I don't think anybody's going to complain about that, right? I mean, we're
2: um, all happy about that, right? Yeah, I think I've got about seven or eight Donham shows. So. <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah. I, I so remember so Don really? <laughs> <laughs> so <many shows> everywhere. <laughs> wow. I, don't know I think I've only gotten two. But it's, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely great. Because when people, when you see, when you hover, especially for a... Uh, uh, a player who doesn't spend money on the game or doesn't open that many packs, doesn't have that many legendaries, they're hovering over their, their golden oh, card, they see, and like, oh, I've been waiting for a legendary for so long, and then they click it, and it's like the one other legendary they've already got. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. so, like, oh, it's so upsetting. So, yeah.
0: Or the classic, yeah. I got three legendaries in this pack, and they're all the same. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, what? That doesn't <laughs> um, No, I feel like it's a really good response to... The unrest about hearthstone and it's unforgiving, unforgiving, it's unforgiving to free to play players, you know, so I think this is sort of mm-hmm. them like trying. Um, and I think it's a really good thing, you know, yeah. so I think they it's a response to the free to play issue. Um, and I think a lot of people are really happy about it. So I'm super excited and happy for those you know don't spend as much money on the game. They actually.
0: Yeah. Won't get duplicates now. <laughs> That's right. I mean, everybody's been saying Blizzard's so greedy, and mm-hmm. until there's a a huge competitor, there's no reason for them not to be greedy, right? That's been right. the big narrative for a while now, and um, I, I think this says one of two things. Uh, first off, is that. Team 5 has no say in how much loot box or packs and loot box or whatever game you're in. They have no say in all that stuff. I mean, these are the developers and designers. They're just making the cards, you know, and things like that. So us blaming Team 5 for, you know, charging whatever it is or not having sales or, or all these different things. Yeah. It's not their fault guys. It's a completely different group. You know, they make decisions on that. And thankfully, you know, recently they're, they're doing these things that are super cool for all the consumers. And yeah. on top of the loot box also, we're, we're also getting a big sale this week, right? Um, at, at least it started this week where the Ungaro packs, you're getting... Let me show you the breakdown of it here. Um, yeah, you're, so for the, each of the bundles, right? The 7, 15, 40, and 60, you're going to be getting additional packs. So it gets all the way yeah. up to plus 18 packs for the 60-pack bundle. So that's a great deal. Yeah, you know, that's that's like I forget how much the ten uh, fifteen pack is. It, it's is it fifteen bucks or is it twenty bucks? I forget. But um,
2: um I'm not sure. It's uh, but yeah, it's definitely really yeah. good value. Like anyone mm-hmm. who's like wants to get some more cards, now would probably be the time to do it. I mean, I guess one thing is that it's kind of quite far into the expansion now. Yeah, I mean, that's not what many was people really, to say. really probably want yeah. packs right now.
0: It's for well, the new like, players yeah. though, right? It's it's for anybody that's yeah. getting into their stone. Yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: But if you wanna you know, buy the 60 pack, like when's the, what I, What are we looking at? Like August for the next expansion? You know, I guess there's like another solid month or so before the next one, but
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice if they did it again during that time, but did, yeah, yeah. did they pick this time? It's kind of like Heroic Brawl, right? Did they pick Heroic Brawl to be yeah. in, at a moment where there's not, you know, new packs or, or where we all need cards, so the packs are obviously super valuable to us. Um, yeah. Another thing too is that, You'll be guaranteed a legendary within the first ten card packs of a new yeah. set, so that's cool too. I mean, there's definitely been first ten card packs but where I don't get a legendary. It's like, oh, oh, I just like stabbing you in the heart. But uh, yeah, now you're I mean, I've it. always
2: considered like it would be a nice thing to, for them to do to like give you a legendary, like they did with the um, with Whispers of the Old Gods, where you, they gave you Cthulhu, and sort of like, giving mm-hmm. you a legendary oh, yeah, expansion. So this is kind yeah. of. It's not exactly that, but it's uh, it's along the same lines of kind of allowing well, I think they people sort to of, get the more powerful cards.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think they sort of needed to do that because so many of the cards that were Cthune cards, you know, so it, when people would be opening packs and they opened up Cthune cards and didn't have, you know, the Dust of Craft Cthune, it kind of would have sucked. But yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I, mean, I think all of these little <coughs> things, you know, they're, like I said, they're trying to respond to, you know, to the whole free-to-play uh mm-hmm you know, thing. And so I, I think it's really good. And and like Chan was saying though, it's not it's not Team Five, you know, make always making these decisions. It's like Blizzard's a huge corporation but you know, the financials are in a completely different sector of Team mm-hmm. Five. So don't hate on Team Five
0: too much. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the last little bit is that um I think in each pack you'll no longer get multiples of a common, a rare or an epic. Mm-hmm. So you'll get five unique cards basically. You can still have duplicates across packs, but just in a single pack, you know, it's impossible to get five of swords anymore, you know, or something,
2: oh. something crazy like that. <laughs> I really, saw so one of my viewers got three swords in a pack oh, the other day, and we were like, oh, that's wow. incredible. I want to open a pack wow. like that. You're so lucky. <laughs> yeah.
0: right. Never again. Feels yeah, bad, never though. again. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, <laughs> great news. You know, this is obviously good for consumers, and, uh, you know, we should recognize that. You know, we're always critical of them. It's good, good when they actually do something cool like this.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, uh let's see. Any anything else here news wise? Oh, we have the wild tournament. So um the wild tournament was I think details of the wild tournament were announced. And it's gonna be I think this uh, Friday. Let me see. It starts on the first. No, Saturday. So this Saturday, um oh actually the stream's on this page. <laughs> Let me pause the stream here. There you go. Uh if you see if you can uh check out the wild bracket here, this is for twenty five K and it's the top eight. So I think you, if you guys watched the, the wild qualifiers before, you saw these eight guys qualify. And Control, who's a team member of uh, you know, yes. <laughs> Fade to Karma, is on there. So Jesse. I guess you'll be voting for or you'll be rooting for him, obviously. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to be watching it. Absolutely. Ruin him on. Yeah. Are you familiar with any of the other players? I'm, I've heard of LVGE, um, but I'm not very familiar with the rest of the guys.
2: I am not.
0: McNuggets, too, like in the last... I, I watched some of the last event. <laughs> that was, there were some cool games there with him.
1: I don't recognize... I think I recognize, recognize McNuggets, but I don't think I recognize anyone
0: else. Yeah. Well, that's the whole point, guys, <laughs> is to to get some of these guys some exposure. You know, these are obviously yeah. some of the top wild wild players. So, uh, you know, definitely root them on. Try, try to, you know, maybe uh, learn about a new player here. And it's Masink, L-V-G-E-S-H Royal Ball... Is that bite. Baze, I guess, Baez, <laughs> <laughs> Control, Alb987, Norgun, M- Mega Nuts, and Mega Nuggets, not Nuts, oh my god, Bert- <laughs> and Vertic, so definitely check that out, it's going to be casted by, looks like, uh, Frodan, Kibler, Saddle, and Raven, and awesome. it's quarterfinals July 1st, semifinals, and finals July 2nd, so it's on the official Hearthstone channel, definitely tune into that. Yeah, it's a nice
2: breath of uh, fresh air as well, watching... Mm-hmm. Wild tournaments and seeing all the old cards he yeah. used to play all the oh, sludge vouchers
0: and <laughs> seriously, seriously, zombie Charles, Kazakis, you know, just Rhea, <laughs> all that good stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Death Lords, <laughs> yes. <Right>. oh, <laughs> Don't
1: forget about Dr. Seven,
0: Dr. Seven, that's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. I mean,
2: Doctor Seven's not even that popular, like, believe it or not I don't know, really, yeah, like. like
0: He's still Not super good, good right? I mean we think <laughs> if if we if relative to like all the new cards that have come out, he, Dr. Seven is still good.
2: Right? He's still good, but like the he used to be played in like the aggressive decks, right? As a top end. And like the aggressive decks now are so aggressive that like you don't want to <laughs> It's too seven, slow. It's like yeah, yeah.
0: seven right. drop. <laughs> no, we don't got we don't got room for seven drops. So I <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right. Uh so let's talk about Seed Story. So um obviously a huge event just past weekend and jackie jackie was there i was ruining you on that first day man and, but uh I actually i i had to catch the vods a little later but then i was like oh man <laughs> so close <laughs> so close but why don't you yeah, tell us about some story
2: yeah i probably memed a little bit too hard i unfortunately lost uh in the, in the first group but uh yeah no regrets no regrets I <laughs> stick, uh, stick to my memes but uh it was yeah it was really great um Great to see everyone. Great to cast as well because all the players who are there get to cast on the A stream and mm-hmm. the B stream. And um, yeah, there's some cool decks as well. Um,
0: yeah, there were like definitely
2: some, <laughs> some quest mages, some easy, big, easy druids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about today was that during Sea Story Cup. I play these quests for fun. I, mean, I play these decks for fun, and then all of a sudden, they're right. popping up in in actual events, and it's just like, <laughs> what? It, it, were were we really geniuses all this time? <laughs> you know, playing credits, right. these uh, ramp druids and and quest mages. But yeah, let's talk about those two in particular. You know, I think quest mage was brought by multiple people, so it se- it seemed to be a you know thought or a topic that is <clears throat> that was spreading amongst you know Temple Storm players as well as you know I know Toast brought it and you know we've had i think multiple versions of it in the community too like rage and and everybody uh and then Eloise, Os- yeah always yeah, too yeah and then uh oscaka brought that druid too so I, those are the two things so let's talk about the mage first and um yeah why why did this become such a big just a big thing during this tournament or just generally in the um the event meta i th-
2: i think one of the things is that um like n- control paladin decks have become popular with a lot of heal and that can kind of be pretty good against the kind of freeze mage style decks because they just out heal you and you just lose.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um same with uh Jade Druid, they have so much armor that like a lot mm-hmm. of the time freeze mage just can't get through it. Whereas the quest mage, the fact that you're actually basically OTKing them mm-hmm. um and there's nothing they they can do about it. No matter how much heal or armor they have, you literally just Get your Sorcerer's Apprentice, your Antonidas, and just a million fireballs to face. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's basically just the best anti-control deck. Well, I mean, it, not including Quest Rogue, etc. But like, it's very good yeah. against control. And another thing I want to say about it quickly is that it's actually like Token Shaman has got really popular, and freeze effects like Frost Nova and Blizzard are really, really good against Token Shaman. So even against decks like Token Shaman, you can sometimes stall enough to uh to pull off your combo Mm -hmm.
1: was was there a lot of i mean i assume there was um a lot of conversation about which version was the best because obviously we saw like this i think i think it was eloise was it frodan as well that brought like the giant version and then toast i can't remember who else we're looking at toast right now yeah we're we're looking looking at at toast toast. right now um yeah i don't know i i personally think the exodia version is better because the taunt like double molten and double arcane giant gets wrecked by, Mm -hmm. um, taunts, you know, which paladin does have a, a lot know, steed super annoying and and Tyrion. And so I just feel like if you're trying to counter paladin, um, or taunt warrior or something like the giant version is just not going to get you there. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting that like people brought Quest Mage to Seat Story. Like uh-huh. I love this deck so much and it was really exciting to see.
0: It wasn't even just one person. I mean we we saw it no. a lot, which and that was just so eye opening. And one thing that you realize too, and what was cool about Toast, and I've been watching Toast stream a lot, like the last several days, and he's pretty much only been playing this. Right. Uh, one thing you realize is just how high the skill cap is on it. It's like crazy, yes. crazy high. Like beyond even freeze mage, you know freeze mage has always been something like very, very, very high on like on that list. This is even harder because your your winning conditions. I mean, there, there's almost zero margin for error with this. Um, outside of Yogg. <laughs> Yogg obviously throws Junk. in some craziness. Yeah, I it. don't know why Yogg's in there, but yeah, I think yog's for the memes. Like yeah, <laughs> <like when laughs> I for the memes.
1: I don't think most people run Yogg. Yeah, um,
0: probably. Not.
1: I mean, <laughs> a lot of people ask me in my stream. They're like, "Oh, is quest mage strong?" and players like Rage and Just Sayin, like, they've gotten, like, top 100, top 200 with it, but it's so... It's such a high-skill-cap deck, like we're saying, that I don't... I don't think it... I really don't think it's that good. Like, and on the general... Like, I... It's probably my favorite deck from Un'Goro, just different versions of Quest Mage, and I love it, but I just think, like, if you're trying to take it to ladder... I mean, obviously try it, but it's, it's just very difficult to pull off, and so... I don't know, a lot of people are asking me if it's good, and I want to say yes, but I also want to say no at the same
0: time. Well, you'll die to Pirate Warrior. I mean, if yeah, Pirate Warrior is yeah. being played a ton, there's no way you're going to be Pirate Warrior consistently.
1: Well, Rage's list runs uh, like Curator and Mookla mm-hmm. and Coldlight Oracles and Galaka Crawler, and so... Oh,
0: yeah, that's much yeah, better. Yeah, if you're
1: running that list... Um, Let me
0: snag that one, too. I think too. you have a better time. Let's take a look mm-hmm. at that, too. And, and then um, for all the po- people listening, I'll, I'll dictate some of these... Uh, uh some of these different cards because i know you guys are probably wondering what the heck are they talking what about the right now? They talking i can't about? see yeah. anything <laughs> so yeah, uh, let me bring up rage's deck real quick here too
2: one of the differences yeah. between the, the like giants version and the Antonidas version is that if uh, like dirty rat can just destroy the, mm-hmm. the Antonidas version if you get your source so of apprentice dirty Rat, you can literally just lose on the spot Absolutely. The gi- Giants version is also a bit more flexible. You can just like slam down a random arcane giant in the mid game. You don't have to like go with some OTK stuff. Mm-hmm. So um there are benefits to both.
0: Yeah. So Toast is the Exodia, um, Mage, it's one that you've probably heard before in just babbling books, I'll so open the way gate, uh Doomsayer, Frostbolt, Loot Hoarder, Novice Engineer, Primordial Glyph, Social uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, uh, uh Ar- actually- Arcane Intellect. Cold Light Oracle, Frost Nova, Ice Barrier Block, uh, Molten Reflections, of course, to get those copies, and then uh, Kabals Tome, Blizzard, Archmage, and Yogg, and then the other one, like they were saying, you know, replacing some, like just actually a lot of the more of the spells, replacing those with the Giants and the Curator, and um, there's even Volcanic Potion in this, uh, as well mm-hmm. as you know some things to help deal with the. The aggro and, and like you said, the Galakka, or at least the Hungry Crab.
1: Yeah, this is actually slightly, I'm, I apologize, I put this, uh, It is. this list is actually slightly outdated. There, there's no Hungry Crab in it, there's a Galakka Crawler instead. It's okay. very similar. Yeah, you similar. can interchange got,
0: those. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's got Curator and Mukla and the Double Cold Eye Oracle and stuff, but a few cards are actually different than what he's running now, so that's my bad. So.
0: Yeah, love seeing Mukla. It's like, I don't know, <laughs> I've been wondering when Mukla would ever... Make its way in, given that you know there's always that there's always that synergy, right? Anything that gets buffed by spells and you're getting those bananas, that's uh, it's always going to be good. And it's nice to see that it got worked into this deck in some way with Ignitus, mm-hmm. of course.
1: I think Mookla. I don't know. I think if you're playing quest mage, like Mookla in general is just a really good card. I mean, it guarantees you two spells to help complete the quest, and it's just mm-hmm. a body. Like I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. with freeze freeze mage type decks, like you just want to drop a chunky minion sometimes when you have nothing else to do, and Nuclear kind of gives you <laughs> gives you that body. So mm-hmm. I, I think you should. I think it should be in every quest mage list. Honestly. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I I don't know. I it
2: think makes it's, sense. It totally does. I, mean, I think. Really good. One of the the main things about like babbling books and glyphs and cabalist and stuff is that you're always looking for. Basically, you're pretty much always looking for spells to stall the game. You're looking for like more frost nobles, mm-hmm. more blizzards, more ice blocks. You're just just looking for more turns where you can actually survive. more color, like obviously, more is like two quests a quest, so it can help you complete the quest a lot better. But is the five five doing that much?
1: <laughs> I guess personal preference. I don't know. I, I I think it's I think it's pretty strong. I mean, just in I don't know. I guess it depends. But I I, I like mm-hmm. it
0: it's kind of you know it's like mm. you know babbling book with a body you know that that sort of ty- that that sort of thing right so you're helping with the quest and you know just getting getting something out of it um it might be interesting if you could build you know a a quest version with a little bit more tempo you know just involved in you know included into it um instead of like a lot of these freezing elements to it i, I don't know it, it, it'd have to take a lot of experimenting
2: with that yeah but, i mean you, you yeah. can kind of do that you can play an elemental quest mage obviously there's the oh, two yeah. mana two right. one shimmering tempest right. and there's the four mana mm-hmm. steam surger which creates uh, creates mm-hmm. a flame geyser flame geyser yep, yeah geyser mm-hmm yeah, I call it Geezer, but <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's geezer. so many things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that's so if you were geezer go, old go for faithful. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were gonna go for an, uh, a tempo based quest mage, I think that would be the way to go, like an elemental route. Right. But I've tried it quite a bit and haven't been able to get it to work yet.
0: Yeah. Well you still have to have a finisher too when you do get. Um... You know, time warp. So it's like, you know, if you don't have a big finisher, then it's kind of like, oh, what was the point of that? There was no point in me me getting that extra 10 mana. Um, Okay, well, anyways, that was one of the decks. Why don't we talk about the Druid, which Oskaka brought. And I believe Oskaka was the only person to actually run this deck. So this wasn't like a popular deck that was floating around. And uh, this was a ramp Druid uh, in the similar vein that Frozen initially had, you know, early on in the release. Where we had anacondas and um, you know that sort of bit, but it wasn't like full out anaconda. Uh, th- this was only had to actually one anaconda. It Had the barns of course too, and all the ramp elements. Um, in the end, they had got the, the both death wings and the, the big the big dragons like Yesera and obviously primordial Drake too. Um, but they also had Cairn, which was really surprising. So this deck had a purpose. What what was it good against, Jackie?
2: Um well it's obviously got a ton of greed in it. So mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty good against other control decks. But the best like one of the things about it is that it can really like high roll. Uh, you can barns on turn <laughs> four or even innovate barns yes. on yeah. turn two. Crazy. And if you get like Deathwing Dragon Lords or like Anaconda or Can, you can just win on the spot. Like no matter what you're against. So um How is your
0: shards not in this deck though? Like you know, the, the Barnes you charge, I mean, that's the classic, right? <laughs> Where you can just have the, the amazing, amazing uh, high rolls. Yeah.
1: The version that I was playing um, a couple of days ago has you charge mm-hmm. in it. Um, so I'm a little surprised it's not in here. Yeah, I totally Ref- Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Redfall also you, bro. brought
1: um, Ramp Drew to Sea Story too.
2: Oh, did he? Um, yeah, that doesn't surprise he? me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he did have discharge because I was casting yeah. one of his series, and he went he went three and zero with with big Druid. Yeah, I think. Um, okay, maybe I'm this sure is outdated then. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I
1: I love about this deck so much is the Dragonlord, though. Like, I feel like no deck ever want, runs Deathwing Dragonlord, and there's finally like a deck that it's okay yeah. to actually run him in. So yeah. with the double Primordial Drake and Deathwing, like Ysera and um like I said, the, the version I was playing had an Alex Straza as well. So, um, yeah. yeah I th- Dragon Lord, man,
0: Dragon Lord can be so good against things like Jade Druid or you know anything where you need to fill the board and end the game quickly. And then Dragon Lord just dumps all your, your dragons and gives you that tempo for that single turn. So uh, it's nice, yeah. Definitely sometimes it's really, really nice, especially in a deck like this that has how many dragons? Let's see. Like five dragons.
2: One, two, three, four. Like yeah, and cause, yeah. like because you've got so much greed in it, Bright-eyed Scout also becomes amazing. Like oh yeah,
0: a he has decent that too. chance.
2: You have a decent chance of getting something that's like seven plus mana. That's really, really. Like you can get Anaconda on five. Obviously, you get Deathwing on five. You Sarah on five. Any of these are amazing. Like there's so much high roll potential with this with this mm-hmm. deck. I think that's the uh, the best thing about it.
0: Yeah, and um, again, like folks listening, you you guys can check it out, like at least on, on the show notes. You can go to shamemv.tv, and the show notes links are there. But it's got a tar creeper in there. I'll just name list a, a few things: tar creepers in there, Allie's iron beak owl, which we'll be discussing in a second, <laughs> is in there too, which is really interesting. And um, you know, I like the fact that people are using you know earth scales more instead of the um, the feral rages, you know, in terms of healing just yeah. more and more now i think it's is the point where it's just you know earth and scale has been used at optimal rates now so um it's pretty pretty resilient against even like mages and you know those type of mages that burn given that you have so much heal yeah. mm-hmm. okay for sure yeah definitely cool i, I, I mean, was i was gonna say i was actually
1: like i said i was playing it on ladder a couple days ago and i was Actually winning with it too like it's, <laughs> it's me it's me yeah. but i was climbing like memeing and climbing feels good man
0: so, yeah, totally so. totally good man yeah i've been playing yeah, it too so. it's it's i haven't played this exact version just kind of like trying my own different things mm-hmm. but it's it's so much fun it's just it's just yeah. perfect for my you know just my greed my and that that's usually the be- the way i like to play hearthstone <laughs> it's just being so yeah. greedy um yeah okay
2: the you know, starfall in there because of well, the amount of token mm, shamans, I yeah. I think that's, that's now on, on ladder and in tournaments as well. Like, token shamans are literally one of the most um, popular decks right now. So, so many decks are starting to like tech for it.
0: Yeah. And,
2: uh, yeah, Starfall is actually not the worst card in the world anymore. I played two <laughs> oh, of them. Well. I, I try to do it yeah I play
1: two yeah. I, I don't play any swipes and I play two star <laughs> and what I'm I totally fine yeah. with it yeah, yeah I don't like swipe at all right now
0: yeah if yeah, I play I'm swipe like I ha- I play Thalnos. just I, I just need two damage it's um yeah. whenever you get Thauna swipe it's actually awesome crazy awesome because there's a lot of minions that are five and then you can mm-hmm. you can clear a lot especially with the shaman but man if you don't if it's just four and ones you you do nothing <laughs> like you kill yeah, one exactly. one minion that's it <laughs> It's really, really bad. Um, okay, well, let's see. In terms of seed story, you know, of course, um, if those of you that didn't know, spoiler, if you didn't watch the VODs, uh, Mitsu ended up winning, or Mitsu... It's Mitsu Hide, right? Or Mitsu, yeah, it's Mitsu Hide. Hide, Mitsuhide, Hide, yeah. Hide, Mitsu yeah, he's, Hide. A really, he's a really
2: nice guy. He, uh, he doesn't stream, so he's not as well-known as some of the other players, but uh, he's such a nice guy, so yeah, I'm, I'm really glad he won.
0: Yeah, let's take a look at his decks real quick. Um, he didn't have anything that was too crazy, but uh, let me bring it up. I can't really see it that well. Let me bring it up in my browser so I can see it a little bit better. Um, I think the biggest things maybe to mention is that he had a Sea Giant in his Shaman, which I've had that thought many, many times <laughs> like with uh, sure. Doppelgangsters and that, those type of decks. So, um, yeah, I would have loved to have find out, you know, just found out why he added just one to it you know, versus two or none. Uh, but what, you, yeah, what do you what do you think? I, like what I mean what the reason I think
2: people are playing Sea Giant is because a lot of the time in the the Shaman deck you have a board full of like zero and one attack minions and so you're you're super reliant on bloodlust to like close the game out. Mm-hmm. So Sea giant obviously gives you another really high damage threat that can also help you close the game out. Um I'm not sure why you did that too though. Um not sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like having one in it is like one of those things where it's just like it's very precise. Like he's played a bunch of games where it's like, God, I wish I just had one more, one more. Threat yeah, I mean, on the it board is very clunky games. though.
2: Like yeah. in in the games where you aren't able to get a really a big board really quickly, it is just going to be a dead card. And I can just imagine hands of like double sea giant, double bloodlust. Like... Yeah,
0: <laughs> but if you can if you can get one down, it definitely does draw your te- the attention of your opponent for a turn or two. And sometimes that's all you need, right, to really get that bloodlust to draw that bloodlust or to get that doppelganger gangster evolve or you know, whatever it is, right? Just buying time for mm-hmm. the shaman can be a really good thing. Right. Um I, I, other than that, anything else stand out with uh you know these Decks he, he brought he like, brought shaman, um, Mage, Druid, Rogue, and Paladin. No,
2: it was pretty standard. There was a mm. lot of Jade Druids, a mm. lot of quest rogues, a lot of token shamans, a lot of paladins, but there was different types types of paladins. Yeah. There was some Zoth Paladins, some control paladins, some Murloc paladins, there was uh yeah. Paladin was probably one of the most versatile classes where there's kind of lots of different things going on. Mm-hmm. I
1: think paladin's just really overall really good right
0: now yeah it's very developed i mean there's it's cool that we're seeing these little nuances rallying blade being a, a normal thing now that we see yeah, you know it's right. against shaman it's great it makes sense though we, i think we talked about it a
1: couple of weeks ago but yeah rallying blades like it's pretty it's pretty good
0: yeah i liked that um oh Skaka was playing the vine cleaver version you know like something that i think i believe orange played at dreamhack too you know when he he won i be, i think it was orange or it was one one of the guys at, at some of the recent events that uh, was playing with Vine Cleaver. So you could, you know, get that Blessing the Kings or get that, um, uh, the Spike Ridge steed, you know, on it just on one of those one ones. And mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've been doing that a bit more too with Vine Cleaver. It's been pretty fun. It's been nice. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. you know, let's see. Anything else that's Seed Story? I mean, I guess other than that, you know, job well done by Dennis, you know, Take and, and all the guys over there. I, I think that, um, what I did catch of it, which was you know maybe a few hours of it, it was hilarious and and super entertaining. It looks like you guys had a blast as usual, Jaggy.
2: Yeah, it great. It was... <laughs> it's great. It's always great. Steve's story is always just because it, it's just because the the atmosphere is so casual and everyone's just just having a good time. It's not like super serious. It's yeah, it's a fun fun place to be.
0: It feels like a community event. That's what I love most about it. You know, like a lot of the players from the community, a lot of the casters are all there. So it's like a get together, which is awesome. All right. Uh, let's see. The next thing we got is a new segment that we were introducing this week, which is Jackie's Wacky Creations. Which um, soon, guys, we'll start having some more voice bumpers and things like that. And. If you're a voice actor out there and you, you're a fan of this show and you, you uh, might be able to help us out with that, please, please email me because I'm looking for uh, a pretty cool voice actor to help us out you know, with making them. Uh, you can email me at chris chris.chammb.tv at and we'll, we'll get to it. But Jackie's Wacky Creations, why don't you explain to us what this is, Jackie?
2: So Jackie's Wacky Creations is basically just a wacky deck I've, I've been playing that's, uh, that's doing better than expected. Um, so it
1: happens a lot with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, not a seed story, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. But um, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, um, someone got rank seven legend uh, on the Asia server, I believe, um, with an elemental temper rogue. His name was. Bear with me here. R B eight six four seven poke. And, um, yeah, he was running a temp, it's a tempo elemental rogue. Um, and it's has got like bladed cultists and device ringleader and cult master and all these tempo cards. And it's much more of a, uh, much more of a minion heavy rogue, uh, instead yeah. of the kind of standard, um, like generally <laughs> have like a lot of, quite uh, a, a lot, a lot of spells. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I kind of like played, tr- played around with it a bit and tried to kind of put my own spin on it and and make it different. And I actually ended up changing it quite a lot. I kind of dropped a lot of the aggressive stuff he was playing in it and turned it into more of a a mid-range type list. Um, And so like elementals are generally pretty strong, right? Like on curve blaze crawler is great. Tar creeper Mm -hmm. is great. Tolvay stone shape is great, Mm -hmm. but they're kind of one dimensional and they're just like, you just kind of playing minions on curve. But um Rogue has some really, really strong tempo cards like Backstab, Eviscerate, Edwin, SI, Vile Spine Slayer, and kind of combined with the elemental stuff. It's actually I've actually found this really good because <laughs> Rogues generally weak against aggro, but you've got the Tar Creepers and you've got the Stone Shapers as well. Right. Um, so I've actually been doing pretty well against aggro, um, and it's it's fantastic against control. So uh, yeah.
1: I like the Perditions
0: Blade.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say the same <laughs> yeah. thing, <I> like. Alex. <laughs> yeah. I was <laughs>
1: actually,
2: flair to it. I like I was actually really surprised. Like I prefer Perdition's Blade over Phantom Knives. In this deck anyway. Really? If you're wow. playing like a, an auctioneer okay. list, because um, there's no prep Ooh, in this great. deck, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you if you have prep, then you probably prefer Fan uh, Phantom Knives. But Perdition's Blade is great with all these I think for the same reason that swipe isn't very good. There's not like that many like one health minions, right. there's so many health minions. Mm-hmm. Petitions Blade is essentially like, six damage for three mana. Um, it's it's yeah, like actually really good. <laughs> and Shadowcaster is literally one of my favorite cards, and it's insane in this deck. You can Shadowcaster like Vile Spine Slayer, get a one mana Destroyer oh, wow. minion. Shadowcaster yeah. Blaze Caller, mm-hmm. get one mana, deal yeah. five. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's things like other things like Huckster, Edwin. Uh, so much value yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's basically it's a super value heavy list that is surprisingly good against that group
0: yeah there's there's only like one or two minions that literally have no value from it (laughs) so Mm. super high percentage right to land something good um what about fire plume phoenix talk to me about that card
2: uh, I think it's pretty underrated. I think it's uh, it's a solid card, and I think the, like dealing two damage is great. And the fact that um, a lot of the time what you're doing is you're playing Tolvo Stone Shaper on four, and then you don't have an activator for Servant mm-hmm. of Kalamos on five. So this kind of gives you the option of having a four drop that does give you an activator for the turn mm-hmm. after. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad card. I don't think it's insane, but it's, it's decent, a roll. I think. It's, a roll it feels like you curve. curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I like it. I think I'm gonna have to try it out I like <laughs> Just, it too. <laughs> so can give it a whirl. And I don't know. Maybe we. So we're trying to figure out. You know what deck of the week is is going to be this week. And so Jackie's deck seemed to be always a candidate, given that we did the tempo freeze last time. And um, for those of you wondering what I'm talking about, we do Deck of the Week every single week with patrons. And um, not only just with patrons, it's open to everybody. It's just our way of suggesting a deck. And then what we do is we have a mini-show on Mondays where we have patrons join us, and this week we had me and and Allie uh, doing it with them. And they just share their experience. You know, we play it too, so we share our experiences, and we talk about win percentages and cool plays and and just fun things, you know, every Monday at 9 p.m. So if you guys want to participate in that, you know, or just... Even just play the decks with us. Just hang out with us and play the decks with us. Uh, obviously, you want to be a patron, too, that'd be amazing. You can actually join us on the show. Uh, definitely check that out. We'll be posting the deck of the week a little bit later today on the patron site. But I figured I'd mention that. But this is this a good candidate. I think we, we might want to see if we want do to do this deck. Very, very cool.
2: Yeah, I, ho- I kind of hoped that uh, after the Quest Rogue nerf, um, people will experiment more with different Rogue builds, because I think mm-hmm. Quest Rogue has kind of stopped people from playing other Rogue decks that much. Like, Quest Rogue has been so dominant against control that there's no need to try anything else. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe, like, Tempo Elemental Rogue, Jade Rogue, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And maybe people could start trying out. Um, because, I mean, Rogue is, like, one of the best classes for Tempo. Like, you've got...
0: Yeah. Backstab,
2: and Prep, which is... Prep is, like, the best tempo card in the game since then. Yeah. Um, Spawn Slayer is disgusting, too. Yeah, disgusting. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting.
0: It's So good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. very well, scary. Good stuff, man. This is a great deck. And, again, Jackie's Wacky Creations is going to be recurring, and, uh, you know, we're just going to have... <laughs> it's going to come up, like, from week to week. So very, very cool there. Uh, before we move on, do want to give a shout out to some folks that you know, just obviously supporters of the show. Uh, Valley Town supported by the patrons, hundred percent by the patrons. Especially you know, this week we're not sponsored by anybody, so it's all all you guys. And you know, we're really grateful that you guys because uh, you make the show happen. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do the show each week. So we want to spend some time each week and give thanks to some of the folks obviously our legend producer Mike T as always uh, definitely a big shout out to him as well as some other patrons Nathan J Havoc William C Bruce W Jonathan V Michael O Marashi ZM enoch k and austin l thanks so much guys for doing that and if you're interested in helping support the show go to uh, patreon.com value town and um you know just check out just all the rewards and milestones and you know shoot us a pledge a dollar a quarter whatever guys that it makes a big difference to us if everybody that was a a fan of the show you know could contribute that much it would it would help us in a big way again do some more voiceover um Bumpers and things like that. Also, we uh, are available on iTunes. A lot of folks don't know that you can listen to us on the way to work or while you're working out on your iPads or, or iPhones. And um, so, we're available on iTunes as well as uh, Google Play and SoundCloud. Want to give a shout out to Lagging Twenty Four Seven for leaving a five star review for us. Helps us out a great deal, guys. Uh, doing that, leaving us ratings because it, it helps us with ranking. You know, SEO and people are trying to find. So if you've got a few minutes, go and do that. But, you know, obviously guys like Lagging we definitely want to um, make sure they know that we appreciate that. All right. So let's go- move on to another. They know that we appreciate that. All right. So let's go- move on to another segment that we're introducing. And Allie's, Allie's going to be uh, leading this one. But I, I did throw in a, a card, too. But it, this is you know something Allie's going to be doing from week to week. So, Allie, why don't you lead us into this?
1: All right, so we got Underrated or (laughs) (laughs) debated. Yes. That is is the name of this segment. We're talking about underrated cards. We've been doing it the past couple weeks, but we're giving it a title now, Underrated or debated. Yes. Um, And what I want to talk about this week is Iron Beak Owl, and it's kind of a running joke in my channel uh, how much I love Iron Beak Owl right now, and it stems from me playing a lot of Paladin with Curator, and the fact that it was put into ramp druid lists to kind of silence Barnes targets. I just wanted to talk about it because I do think that, uh, you know, silence is so powerful. And if you're playing it in a deck with curator, like sometimes on 10, I can't tell you how many games I've won because I've just curator drawn my owl silence and like silence to steed or something. And it's just given me like so much of an advantage in the game that, um, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. And a lot of people are like, Oh, why are you running why aren't you running Spellbreaker instead? You know, Spellbreaker is better. And I will say, in a non-curator deck, I would I would probably run Spellbreaker, but um, it combos so well. And like I said, it stems from me taking out a second Kodo in um, in Paladin and swapping in the Owl. And I just think its Silence is so powerful sometimes. And like I said, with the Ramp Druid, it's just uh, it's just been great. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to to give Owl a shout out and just. Hoot. Yeah. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> yeah. everyone, everyone says right. in, in chat, and so yeah, I to had to give it a shout out on underrated cards right now. I know yeah. it's the, the nerfed owl version, obviously, but imagine how I great it was when relevant.
0: it was two mana, everybody was playing it. Right? I know, but right? everyone would right. be
1: playing it, absolutely, yeah,
0: but yeah, I like Al too. I think that I mean, we saw Al even just in, in the Skaka deck a second ago. And exactly. it's cool. You know, I didn't even think about the curator thing, because it's I I mean it makes total sense whenever you're searching for something or you're you're playing some kind of tempo deck and you just need that last that last little bit of hit to the face that uh you know, like you said, a steed is blocking or a Tyrion or something is blocking. So yeah, uh, makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've played I'm not sure if I've even played Owl since the nerf. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not sure if I even have. I don't think
1: many of us have, but like <laughs> but I said, know. it just yeah.
2: It's like obviously in like uh, Mage and Shaman, you have kind of Hex and Polymorph, which kind of fill mm-hmm. that role. So, what kind of decks do you think Owl is uh, good in right now?
1: Like I said, I, I think it's mainly Curator decks, really, because I mean, it, after the nerf, like it's just simply not as powerful. But the fact that it's a beast and it, and it combos with with the card, and you can still play it the turn that you on turn ten if you play in Curator. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I could advocate for putting it into other decks without it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure,
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: with Curate decks, I think it's definitely a consideration.
0: Um, silence has got some flexibility too. There there are a yeah, lot totally. of things you can silence right now, and even if it's like transformation things, you know, do, you know, obviously Barnes is one example that we talked about today. But there are things that you can even use on your own minions at times that that helps out, you know, or at least if you silence so. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's always been a, an attribute of silence, and I think that it's underrated at times. Like you, you don't even think yeah. about just what else silence is used for outside of of taunts, you know, or maybe the very very obvious things like Tyrion and and or like crazy Igneous El- yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Igneous Elementals mm-hmm. yeah. against yeah. Quest Rogue has been too. really yeah. useful yeah. sometimes. That's it's huge. just like I said, <laughs> it's, it's the amount of times I've been like, oh, I totally won that that right because of the silence. <laughs> it's, it was actually has happened
2: quite a bit so mm-hmm. good That's yeah good. and well. i guess with like druid not having that much big removal right now kind of like if you face with a, a early massive edwin's mm-hmm. now owls yeah. like a potential way of you winning the game
0: or hyenas or any of those things right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely definitely helps out quite a bit i'm gonna have
2: to stop putting owl in on my head yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: yes, <laughs> We yeah. can blame Allie for the rise of owls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Owly straws.
0: Owly straws. That's the next sign. Know? That's the next sign on on chair Sarah right there. Italian. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, um, um, oh, that's, that was a good. That was a, definitely a good pick. Um, so I I uh, threw in one just to, to for us to discuss, which was uh, not as useful right now <laughs> as the iron speak Al, but it's stampede and yeah. this is actually one of the cards that i actually rated decently high um you know when, we're, when the cards were actually announced and right now clearly this card is not good but you know again this this card's not good just purely because of how hunter is right now and i, I think not only stampede but any card that's that's based on value there's very few, few value cards that are good in Hunter right now, just because Hunter is such a tempo-based type of uh, class. And I brought this one up mainly because, like, I guess, what what you guys think of it as, um, you know, like standalone, just looking at, you know, this the value of it and, and whatnot. And then maybe what we see in terms of the future of Hunter. Will Hunter ever change into a a um, you know, like Controlled Hunter Dream or just even just a longer, a hunter that has a longer type of game play. Uh, uh, where Stampede, like drawing cards and things like that, would actually be useful. So, um, yeah, what do you guys think? Is Stampede, like, first off, standalone. Is Stampede a good or bad card for you guys? In your I, opinion.
1: I definitely like it. 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 It reminds me of, like, Lock and Load, but... Minion style. <laughs> you
2: know, yeah. Minion
1: style lock and load. And so I do think it has a lot of potential. And exactly, like, just talking about could control Hunter be a thing. Maybe. Ho- ho- it'd be cool. I think it's just, <laughs> it's, it's hero power just, like, contradicts yeah. uh, the strategy. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe if, um, what's the card? Dynomancy? Like, swaps yeah. out your hero power? Yep. I um, don't know. Maybe you could possibly do some kind of control be you know control beast uh, hunterless possibly in general though I do think this card is really cool. It just kind of sucks that there's not really a place for it right now. Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I, I think this card is great, mm-hmm. but um, I agree with you that there's just no kind of no need to play it, no reason to play it, no synergies with it. Um, like if you like one mana draw a card, for example, would be a really good card. One mm-hmm. so one mana kind of create a random beast is slightly worse than one manager or card but if you get two two beasts from this you're getting good value out of that and you have the potential to get way more than two beasts out of this yeah um i think the downside the the reason it's like kind of not played is colleagues probably because hunter sucks <laughs>
0: <laughs> <But> you've <laughs> been building and, so many hunter decks jack lately
2: <laughs> and um partly because hunter is generally hunt well there's two things hunter is generally been the class that is always playing strong minions on curve. so you're playing like animal companion on three Ham master on four high main on six there's always been kind of the core of like mm-hmm. hunter. And so you're just playing one minion a, a turn and um yeah they're just strong on curve minions mm-hmm. uh, but also it's the lack of uh card drawing hunter and you're always running out of cards really quickly and so it can be kind of difficult to have multiple beasts to use this with so you could i feel like a lot of the time well, a lot of the time when I've tried to use this card, I've had only one or two beasts in my hand, and I've played a cheap stampede and then a cheap beast, mm-hmm. and I'm completely reliant on getting another cheap beast from the stampede yeah. To, yeah. to keep yeah. getting more beasts. Like, if I got like an Ultrasaur, <laughs> then I'd just get it, I'd not be able to keep using it.
0: Yeah, this uh, is the type of thing, I mean, it would have worked with like a quest, you know, the quest hunter or, or things like that. I wonder what would happen if it was summon a beast.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, think it would be
0: insane. would be sick. I mean, it's already good. It's like it'd be broken beyond. That'd be wild <laughs> if it was summoned. But then it would make more sense, though, in the current state of a hunter, uh, something that's summoned versus you know um, playing, mm-hmm. because you know this this is supposed to be a solution for card drawing for hunter, and you right. need cards to be able to do that, right?
2: So, yeah. Um,
0: it, it's anyways i thought i thought it might be just like something good to to discuss uh, obviously it's in the debated category right now <laughs> the, the underrated oh i like this we can really categorize <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, yeah. It's, it is definitely a, a very powerful effect There's just yeah. no mm. good tools. way of using yeah. it yeah you don't have the right tools you don't have, like color is not you're in hunter you're never really having lots of beasts in your hands so that you can use this and like you want like ideally you want to like stampede into like one mana beast one mana beast one mana beast one mana beast the only time you're ever really going to get to do that is if you've just played um Tolve warden the five drop that draws you two one drops i feel like that's the only real time you're actually going to get good value out of stampede yeah yeah but um yeah maybe we could see some more things in the future that and stampede mm-hmm. could uh be op i
0: have i have a feeling that next expansion stampede will start getting play like whatever they do like with more hunter cards i think we'll start to see it because the hunter quest is just completely you know just worthless right now and and it might be forever (laughs) worthless because i think if it it does get play it's gonna be too good but um you know stampede all of a sudden becomes super good if the hunter quest becomes good because hunter quest has a ton of one drops right that are all beast so um yeah it'll be interesting to see all right, well, uh, Mechators Workshop guys, we got it back. It's back once again, and uh, thank you to everybody that uh, wrote in. You know, we definitely tried to pick the ones that we thought would be uh, you know m- most fun to talk about or just the most interesting. So, um, you know, if your card doesn't make it this week, you know, definitely keep resubmitting. Don't get discouraged. You know, we can only pick a few each week. Uh, same goes for Q&A, too, just in case, uh, you know, we, we end up having to... Uh, we, we have the same question, basically, with the Q&A. But with uh, MechaTorx, we're going to start off with uh, Burke M. Has a couple f- fun cards that I thought would be, be cool to show. Um, you know, there's a... Okay, so we've got Mr. and Mrs. Innkeeper... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're both five drops. Misses is 5-4. Uh, they're both legendaries. And then the Mister is a 4-5. So um, Misses is at the start of the game, you have 75% to go second, or 75% chance to go second. And then Battlecry, draw a card. And then Mister is at the start of your game, you have a 75% chance to go first. And then Battlecry, draw a card. So, um, you know, at first you're just like, yeah, this is you know this is kind of interesting, I guess you know. But you know, who really cares, right? About having a percent chance of going first or second or whatever. But the thing is, is that if you think about it, there are definitely decks where it's favorable to go first or second. So, oh, um, you know, if you could have a choice to increase your your chances above fifty percent for some of those, I think you would do it. <laughs> you know, in some cases, if you could afford one card in your deck. What do you guys think?
1: It's, it's definitely interesting. How how does it work if if both both players are running uh, running it? You know what I mean? If yeah, if both
0: players are running. I mean, I mean, okay. lots of
1: technicality. I'm, yeah, I'm about, yeah.
0: It's probably I would guess that the person that's originally going first would this this card would be in play first. So it, do they get to go first? or Okay. Not? And then the right. the second person maybe the second person has an advantage in that particular case um that makes sense. Yeah, cuz if you're going first you're just going first already, right? It's like it doesn't yeah, even matter. Exactly. So um mm-hmm. you can't cancel it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? Like if you guys could affect the the chances of you going first or second based on whatever deck that you have had that has an advantage going first or second. Um would you afford a card to do so?
2: I, I think you. I think you'd do it every time. I think mm-hmm. s- specifically things like uh, Miracle Rogue and Temper Mage yeah. have always yeah. they would want to be on coin because they can get such good value out of it. Um, and you would want. I think you would one hundred percent play the card in your deck because, especially in like Miracle Rogue, having the coin makes an, an insane difference. Diff, uh, difference when you've got like Auctioneer, you've got Edwin. Mm-hmm. Um, so many ways of taking. Well, making like taking advantage from the coin yeah mm-hmm. um and on the other side of it with the card that the mr innkeeper um <laughs> where you, you're likely to go first yeah. um the decks where you're wanting to go first are kind of like the uh the decks where you're trying to get on the board straight away and then make advantage of being on the board so decks like uh Token Druid and Aggro Murloc Paladin and and Token Shaman generally want to be going first and getting ahead on board and then kind of taking advantage from being on the board. So, um, yeah,
1: I just want to say, like, and just the fact that it's drawing a card is really (laughs) great, you know, like five five mana, five, four, draw a card, Mm -hmm. or you know, five mana, four, five, draw a card. Like, I think that's just strong in itself, you know. so, yeah, yeah I, I, actually, the more that we're talking about it, I'm, the, I'm increasingly liking it more, both of them more and more. Yeah.
0: Um, Even dropping the, well, yeah, draw a card, it ha- yeah, five, a five mana. I, I guess that that's just going to be a good card, too. It's mm-hmm. it's not unfair by any means, but it's definitely good. In fact, I think you might just play this in every
2: deck, right? You, you just, yeah, <laughs> just right? pick yeah, one yeah, of them. Now that we're <laughs> yeah. thinking
1: about it, like, yeah. if your deck is, like, usually, you know, you, you it makes a huge difference, you know, going first or second. Like, I think he would just run it in every deck.
0: <laughs> I I think so too. I mean, you might have to drop the draw card part just to because yeah, of, just you know, to kind of balance it yeah, a little just bit. To more. Yeah, to balance it a little bit more. But the real question was, you know, would you afford a card that is so so? You know, you might have to make this body even a little bit more so so. But would you afford yourself that just to get the the difference, the winning percentage difference between going first and second? And I think so. I, I think. think the question answer is
2: yes, or at least. My, yeah, my I mean, I think it depends how manage. kind of, how bad the stats It's so, Like, if it's like, mm. as bad as like drawing patches kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, yeah. As the stats are at the moment, I think you would definitely play this in a lot of decks. Like, one of the two you're playing mm. a lot of decks. Yeah. Uh, maybe even both of them. <laughs> <What happens laughs> both of both them? Play both of them in the same deck. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, if the stats were something like a five mana two five, then it would be yeah, a like, lot Higher, and I think in things like Miracle Rogue, you still would. You still would do it, yeah. But then the fringe one, the fringe kind of decks, you Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't. Yeah, but
0: that would be interesting. So you know, Burke M, you know, thanks for sending these in because I think that conceptually it's a a very interesting thing. Uh, Next, we got Casper K with a couple of them. Uh, Starting off with Archeobot, I believe is how we want to pronounce this, and it's a four mana, three three. Oh, oh, by the way, guys. You know, for the folks listening, I forgot to mention that. Oh, I already—I think I already said, I said the stats of the other one. Oh, yeah, Archaeobots, a four mana three three mech. It's a rare card. Battlecry: Look at three cards that you your opponent discovered this game. Uh, choose one and gain armor equal to its cost. So, kind of like Ivory Knight. Um, you know, I, I think it. I think the way that he mentioned too is that if he only discovered like one or two cards, then it would only show you one or two cards. And you, you, just, yeah. you just choose one of them and gain <coughs> armor from it. So, um, yeah, a little bit opposite of what some of the other cards that we have.
2: What do you guys think?
1: I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm thinking about it. <laughs>
2: yeah. There's sometimes when it would, like, be use, useless, obviously. Like, if your opponent hasn't yeah. discovered any, any cards, then it's, yeah, uh, exactly, it's yeah. really bad. I mean, I kind of feel like it should be, like, there's, there's not really much point discovering because you're always going to pick the highest mana cost. Well, this, uh, this,
0: yeah, but discovering gives you information, though. Because, you know, one of the arguments against discovering is that you don't know what your opponent got from it.
2: Oh, so, so this, oh I didn't think yeah, of that. So that's the purpose yeah. of this, <laughs> right? Yeah, this is,
0: <laughs> this is a reveal on top of a, a heal. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I think cool.
1: with that factor, I, I like it. Like I said, it, it might be... Yeah, you know, if you're, if your opponent hasn't discovered anything then
0: Yeah, there's always that little, scenario. It's yeah. gonna
1: be a little useless. So I think it would depend on the meta, you know, and there's a lot of discover decks going around. Um but in theory I like it. Yeah.
2: yeah I think you put this card in every day. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think every, so too. Yeah. <laughs> every current deck especially.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. there's a lot of discoveries. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's finding it was, out stone hills and you know, Valley Bugs
2: and things like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, there's
2: quite a bit. Huge. Bad, yeah, so but, like yeah. the information alone is great, but then you can have, um, like you're more likely to play this in a control deck than an, an aggro deck. So, in the kind of yeah. like control kind of mirrors, which are generally the matchups where your opponent is having a lot of discover cards, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be getting a ton of armor probably because they're also going to be picking the highest value cards, which is usually going to be the highest mana costing one, yeah. And um, you can just get a ton of armor from this. Like they pick mind control. You get a four mana three three gain ten armor. Plus you have information that they're going to be able to mind control your Tyrion. Like that's <laughs> it, like insane. And it py-
1: pyroblast, like
0: realize. yeah, pyroblast. Yeah. I mean, just any information, right? Allows you to prepare for it. And uh, I-, I actually think that Hearthstone needs a card like this. You know, it. Mm-hmm. We can still have to discover. You can still have the fun aspect of you know, being able to. <clears throat> you know, be the beneficiary of Discover, right? Being able to draw a card and all that stuff, which has been the the huge positive Discover. But the negative, you know, we could resolve the negative, which has always been, for me, um, a bit conflicting with, uh, fundamentally with a card game, which is you know, we're supposed to be able to counterplay and and things like that. And we can't do that as well, uh, or it makes it so much harder, less accessible. You know, the top pros are able to do it at a crazy high level, but I would say it's less accessible to, to more casual players um, mm-hmm. being able to play around you know, certain cards. So, yeah, I, I think this is cool. I, I think at least conceptually it'd be awesome if they could they could integrate yeah. this in some kind of card. Return uh, of the Mechs.
1: The Return of the Mechs,
0: yes! <laughs> oh, uh, you know, right. a, a mech, <laughs> uh, a, some kind of mech-themed deck would be interesting, too. Okay, another card that he has is Living Contamination. 3 mana, 1-3 body, epic. It's a cool picture. It's like a what is that? It's like an ooze with like spines or something. It's like crazy. half
1: a dinosaur skeleton, half an ooze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is poisonous, and then battle cry: Give all one attack minions in your hand poisonous. Wow. Oh, okay. So, whew, I mean, I think the
2: the best thing about this is that you can use it with Stone Tusk Boar and patches and charge yeah. you're basically giving yourself one mana to destroy an enemy minion i think that will probably I think
1: it's too, good. Yeah, it's too good <laughs> yeah. like on I mean, the hounds like like six or yeah six mana
0: well Except it has to be a minion in your hand so oh sorry yeah. Yeah, so you're yeah, right, yeah you're
1: right my bad so my like bad.
0: quest rogue or something like that would be yeah quest
1: rogue,
2: good. My bad. Yeah. oh my god it'd be insane in quest rogue <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. i mean i was gonna say <laughs> the so downside good. is that you would have to play stone to sport in your deck which is generally bad but <laughs> oh, in right. quest rogue people do that already so <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, you, then, oh, go ahead well
1: I, okay so then maybe it wouldn't be that crazy like it'd be insane in quest rogue right but i'm just thinking of other decks like not just like that many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess okay with patches. Yeah, with patches. But besides that, um...
2: this card could actually make Mogushan Warden see play. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my four god! That's true. One seven one seven. Wow! Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's interesting. Dang.
2: I mean, bearing in mind this minion has poisonous as well. It doesn't yeah. just give minions poisonous. It also has poisonous. So this is actually such a pretty insane. <laughs> I mean, then you could I mean, you could
0: finish out the synergy with the deck with things like, was it the Diviner, you know, that gave you Divine Shield, right, if you had one attack? Or was that one health? God, I forget if that, the card that gives you Divine Shield. Uh, the Paladin wait, card? But, I don't think it's, uh, I think it might have retired. Was it Stuart? Uh, was it a, yeah, it might have been. Stewart of Dark
2: Shield that gives one health minions Divine Shield. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah it was Shield. one health. Yeah, it wasn't Stuart one Shield. attack,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but, I mean, this is literally just... A much better emperor cobra right because you, you don't care about the attack because it has poison so it kills anything it sure, touches exactly. and then it has the huge upside of giving one attack minions in your hand yeah uh, well poisonous so i think there's like i think the kind of Mogushan warden way to go with it and maybe playing it in like a, a quest warrior or something like that i think would be more likely than seeing it in a list with stone tusk balls and stuff but
1: Firefly decks, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: Firefly decks. Oh, That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Dex,
1: right? Yeah, like,
0: like yeah, a pirate yeah. elementals type of thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, would it work in? It could work in Hunter too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Alleycat, grandmother. grandmother. Alley Cat, and uh, grandmother. Yeah.
1: Maybe if it wasn't, yeah, because the more that we're talking about it, I, I think it's really, really strong. Maybe yeah. if it wasn't poisonous itself, would it be like a little bit more balanced, possibly? <laughs>
2: Yeah, if it wasn't poisonous, I feel like with it being poisonous, it's kind of OP, but with it not being poisonous, it probably it wouldn't just, be good enough. It's though. just
1: not good enough. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. like, so <laughs> there's <laughs> no middle ground here.
2: What
0: about it actually, just going even further, what about in Priest, with Northshire Clerics and...
2: Yeah, in and Crystalline Article and...
1: Yeah. The more we talk about it, the more cards I'm starting <laughs> to start- think of. Like, it's going oh, so to get work. good, and man. Oh, that would work too. Was- yeah.
2: decks. I think the fact that uh, things like, like, it can give a deck hard removal. Like take a Druid, for example. Druid has no hard removal now that they've lost much. Yeah. So way. I could definitely mm-hmm. maybe see this scene play in some kind of Druid deck or other class that struggles to remove big minions. Yeah. Um, maybe Hunter. I mean, Hunter has Hunter's marks. So maybe not but
0: uh, this is like invenomous yeah. venomous weapon on steroids. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: basically. You're yeah. giving
0: tons of, tons of flexibility to, to uh, removal. Yeah. But, but yeah. J- good, stuff.
1: K., good job. Yeah, like, exactly. I think, I think some really interesting mechanics here that I, yeah. I think are, are cool. So yeah, good job.
0: I think he posts a lot of stuff on the custom Hearthstone cards, um, oh, nice. uh, subreddit. So, uh, those of you that are not, not familiar with it, I forget what's the exact your, What's the subreddit exactly with the custom cards? Is it just. I'm not sure. I forget no. what it is. Yeah, so somebody might. in chat definitely link it. I, I, I'm like having a brain fart right now. I I I drop by every once in a while just to check out what everybody's doing. Um, oh my God, guys.
1: Like, ta- wait,
0: one minute. Tar Creeper. We
2: totally forgot about Tar Creeper, too. Or did we see that? Tar Creeper's. Oh, yeah, Tar
1: Creeper and Tar Lurker? Yeah.
0: Oh wait, wait. Tar- yeah. I guess Tar Cooper is officially a one five, isn't it? And then yeah, it gets a plus two. Yeah. Oh I wow. totally
1: forgot about that one. Sorry. Oh, my God. So the more that we think talk about it, the more I'm <laughs> it's like, disgusting. So yes, uh-huh. exactly. Anyway, anyway. All
0: right. Yeah, so thanks, Gasper, for those cards. Uh Radler C has a, a card called Cranfer the Noodler. It's a legend card. <laughs> Eight mana, rogue, four, nine body, taunt. Discard three random cards from your opponent's deck. So uh Man, mill-wise, this would be pretty pretty crazy, potentially, if you get, like, Nazoth and... and uh, I mean, discarding three cards from your opponent's deck is huge.
1: It's insane. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. yeah, this would be fantastic in, in uh, mill-rogue. I mean, one of the problems with mill-rogue is... Well, firstly, the two mana spell rotated out... Well, what was that called? Uh, Gang-up? Gang-up. Gang up. Yeah, yeah gang-up's gang up, dying yeah. wild. Yeah. But... Um, so that was kind of painful for, for, for Mill Rogue. But Mill Rogue has no kind of heal, like very few defensive cards. So the fact that this is helping you with your mill strategy and is a massive taunt that is probably going to save you quite a bit of health uh, is actually insane. And even like, n- not even in a mill deck, um, Rogue doesn't have any taunts. Uh, and no really- heal either. So having just a taunt in Rogue in general is great. You can also discard... Like combo pieces, you could discard Alexstrasza from people and things like that. But this this could just win you games on the spot whereas where some decks are kind of relying on certain cards to close the game out and you just discard it from their deck entirely, so it's, it's not even possible anymore. Yeah. Also you can get this from like Journey Below, so you get multiple noodlers in your deck. and it's discard true. like
0: nine cards from their deck or something. Like, Maybe somehow you run cool. like uh, spirit whatever the Umbra. The one that actually triggers Death Rattle too somehow. Oh yeah. Sure. I don't know how you would do it, because I that's I think that thing is a four mana card. So but if you could yeah, somehow yeah. you know have this guy live a turn too, it would be you, you Shadowcaster
2: the Noodler. <laughs> that's that's true. True. That's that's one Holy
0: smokes, yeah. that's that's an easy one. Yeah,
1: it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Stonehill Defender, you could discover more, like
2: <laughs> you can literally base your whole deck around this card. Just create yeah, as exactly. many noodlers as you can. Talk about I love the name the Noodler. Talk about Noodle interactive.
0: <laughs> like yeah. literally
2: watching your decks just
0: like be discarded one by three yeah. by three. Oh man. Barnes the
1: noodler.
0: Exactly. Oh,
1: crazy. I like okay. the artwork. Good job. Yeah, those, I think the, the, the panda's, panda's pretty is cool. Pretty cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well thanks uh thanks to Radler C for that. Um, and then lastly, Jackie has a card. That uh-huh. is big, big Game Explorer. Ooh. So a little different than <laughs> yeah, Big Game Hunter. So, yeah. It's uh, the opposite. So two mana. Yeah,
2: so it's the opposite. Instead of Big Game Hunter trying to find the big guys and kill them all, Explorer is just trying to, you know, find them, take pictures of them, put, put, <laughs> write them in his notebook. And <laughs> <laughs> so so
0: the picture is
1: a little there. intimidating, though. It looks like he's trying. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 So it's a 1-1 one, one body Big Game Explorer epic, and it's a neutral card. Battle cry: Discover a Random Giant. So here's a question: yes. are, are you just going to be showing your giant favorit- like, favoritism? Because like, which giants are that different than the others?
2: Yeah, I mean, generally, kind of what I was thinking with it was it was actually I was thinking a lot about Quest Mage and how the giant lists they have Arcane Giants, but also sometimes Molten Giants really good. Right, right. And like, Molten Giant never really sees any play, but there are some situations when it can be insane. So with this, you could sometimes just get a two mana two mana, one, 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 and then get a zero mana Molten Giant, then if you've played a lot of spells, you can get the Arcane Giant. I think would probably be the most popular one you can get from it. But just the kind of whatever giant fits your situation kind of thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a great time. <laughs> or this would be awesome in Quest Mage. Yeah, I love it. Crazy <laughs> in Quest Mage, actually. Um, if, you, um, th- yeah, if you discover the right giant.
1: What other giants are there? We got Frost, Arcane, Molten. Sea. Sea. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the mountain. hand one, mount, m- uh, mountain. the mountain giant, yeah, mountain, yeah giant. mountain giant, mountain, yeah, yeah, okay, no, yeah, I, I like, like it, exactly. yeah, shot. I think this is good, yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty sweet, yeah, I mean just in in quest mage, just picking the right giant and molten reflection, molten reflection, <laughs> finish off the quest, <laughs> and then boom, you just win. It's just, yeah, just also like
2: handlock, like yeah. maybe okay. some kind of handlock type deck. Obviously, you have the mountain and molten, are both that's good and then shambler
0: or something Uh, yeah that'd
2: be good yeah okay I don't know if it'd be any good or not but it was just an idea I
0: think it would be good actually it'd be useful because it's basically search for you know find that uh, find a winning condition or find your winning condition like a turn before you win a a turn before you kill them so uh, I think it's good Boom. All right. Well, good stuff. We definitely some good cards today during uh, Mechatorx, as always. So um, I know it's a fan favorite. So we continue doing it as as long as you guys keep sending them in. Send your cards in to Valuetown at Chambev.tv, and we'll definitely take a look at them. Now we've got some more questions from the fans, and before we actually start these questions, I do want to mention that um, we we didn't mention that the dev team is going to be having a live Q and A on Friday. And so it's going to be probably Ben and maybe Dean again or somebody, you know, two of the developers obviously together answering things live, maybe Mike too. Uh, and um, I, I, the team asked to see if there was a question that maybe the Valuetown community wanted to ask those guys. So if you do have questions, you know, pertaining to that live Q&A, go ahead and email those to, to uh, you know, me at Valuetown at chamab.tv Or, yeah, I guess you can tweet them too, ValuetownGG.com. And we'll take a look at those, but we'll, we'll go through them all. We'll probably have some ourselves, and then we'll figure out which, what's the best question that represents the Valleytown community. But uh, in the meantime, we've got some email questions here. First one from Daddy Bojangles. Love the show, and welcome to Allie and Jackie. Noxious, you'll be missed. Thank Since you. Allie and Jackie are full-time stream, uh, Herstow streamers, I had a question more aimed towards them. When playing on the ladder and suffering two to three losses in a row, I get tilted. I get very tilted, <laughs> at least me, uh, a little and leave the game sometimes for hours, if not for the rest of the day. How do you guys avoid getting tilted when playing for six to eight hours a day? Just curious if you switch decks after so many losses in a row or if if you're numb to the tilt point. Shout out to all of you guys for a great podcast. Oh,
1: oh I, I guess I can talk about it. Well, thank you for, for saying um Hello. Um, So it's funny that you asked this question because I actually got tilted today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good
1: timing. Exactly. Ironic. Um, You know, I used to suffer from tilt a lot, like, it was a lot worse than it has been in the last few months of me playing Hearthstone. But today I lost uh, five games in a row and I was playing um, APX void like Giant Mage, and I was doing really well with it yesterday and I lost five games in a row today. And I just was beside myself, like internally, I was trying to keep it together for the stream, but I was just very, very upset. Um, and sometimes it, it honestly, it, it happens to everyone. Like it, uh, you just, you have to sometimes go outside and clear your head. And for streamers, that's a little bit more of an issue because we can't necessarily step away from the stream sometimes when you do get tilted. But I think it's important to analyze like, why you're losing the games. Like, if you're losing the games just to RNG, there's really, like, you should not, it's hard, I know it's easy to tilt that way, but it's Hearthstone and that's just gonna happen. And so, if you go back and you analyze the game and you're like, alright, well, I specifically lost this because of Yogg. Like, you, in that situation, like, you can't, you can't tilt because of that. Now, if you reflect on the games and you're like, I really think I'm playing poorly, well then maybe at that point, like, you should take a step back and, um, yeah really go over each turn like see where you like could have done something differently and i think another thing is a lot of mistakes that players make is they switch decks like very um like on their climb to legend they switch or switching decks all the time and i don't always think that's the best strategy if you're playing a deck that you know that is good in the meta and you're piloting piloting it fine um and you just happen to go on a loose streak it's normal it's gonna happen and you just sort of gotta like Push, push through it, and just know that it happens
2: to everyone. Sort of, Jackie. I don't know if you guys want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thank you, Daddy, for the question. And um, thank you, Daddy, I, for the question. Yeah. Just thank so. you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've always been like really good with tilt. I kind of like I just don't care if I lose. Like, kind of yeah, it's an RNG game, whatever. Like, I'm always playing terrible decks anyway. Like, whatever. But actually, like Ali said, she got tilted today. I actually got really tilted yesterday. I actually wow. lost 19 games in a row. Wow. A wow. <laughs> and I was yes. to the point where I was like, oh, I don't want to play this game anymore. Like, I don't <laughs> know what's, what's going on? But, um, but it was... Um, and I was playing Kazakus Mage, which before the many... Well, they weren't all with Kazakhs Mage, but I started my stream... Playing, doing really well, and I had a really good win rate with it. And I was uh, like, it was over like a seventy five percent win rate. I was doing great, and then suddenly I lost nine games in a row. And kind of after that, I was just getting a bit like, oh, I'm getting a bit, a bit tired of this. Like, why, why am I losing? It's not just because the deck's terrible because I had a great win rate with mm-hmm. it earlier. Mm-hmm. So, some, I, I think one thing that's important is to if you go on a losing streak with a deck, not to be like oh, this deck sucks, uh, I'm not going not gonna to play this anymore. Like, sometimes you do just go on a, on a really unlucky streak, mm-hmm. and you kind of sometimes have to just take it on the chin, grind through, stay strong.
0: <laughs> 19, like, man, 19 and, is beyond strong. And, uh, you know, what Ali said
2: about um, analyzing the game is really important, because if you played a game, and you feel like there's nothing you could have done yeah. to have won that game, there's just absolutely no point Uh, getting tilted it's um it's very easy to get tilted especially against things like quest rogue um, (laughs) which is now getting nerfed which is great but um especially against things like that where you feel like um there's nothing you could have done to change the game it's it's that's kind of the easiest time to get tilted but um in these kind of games where there were certain decisions you could have done differently it's good to look back and think oh maybe if i did that differently maybe that could have changed the whole game and and I find that a good way of dealing with um dealing with getting kind of triggered and getting angry if you think, well, if I'd like I'm annoyed I've lost that game and I feel like I've played it almost perfectly, but if I did that one thing differently, that could have maybe changed the whole game. So I will kind of learn from that experience and um mm-hmm. yeah yeah, take it with me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trying to take something else from the games, I think, is, uh, is, is something that a lot of players have a hard time with, you know? If you have a different objective, because it's all, it's all about winning, it's easy to get consumed with that and get that feeling. I know sometimes I'm just like, gosh, it's like about efficiency, so it's like when I lose, it's like, oh man, now I've got to yeah. win another game like to make up for that one, and then, and then, you know, just keep trying to climb and that sort of thing, but yeah. it is a pretty amazing that you guys, you know, being on stream is the hardest way to do it, because, yeah. you know, I, I I know you guys aren't the open tilters that are just like just smashing your keyboard you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> you guys don't do things like that. All right, so yeah. um, oh, good.
1: I was just going to say the important thing to remember is that it happens to the best of players. Like everyone, every no matter how good you are, everyone's going to go like on a lose streak at some point, and you, you just just got to keep that in mind.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're if you're losing because you're facing the same deck over and over again, then a good idea can be can be to change the deck right, to of something course. that beats what you're facing. Like if you're just facing quest rogue over and over again and it's getting really annoying, then sure, just switch to something that uh, beats quest rogue. And um, yeah, then you'll probably do a bit better. Like I think one of the reasons <laughs> I'm okay with it is because I. Know that I'm generally playing bad decks, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm experimenting it's, and it's trying science, things right? out. It's Yeah, science, and w- when so you're yeah. trying things out, you can't really expect to win against well-refined decks that are kind of yeah. known to be very good and played in tournaments and stuff. So,
0: um, all right, yeah, stay strong, yeah. stay strong. <laughs> uh, Dom S asks, ask if the rumor is true. In Return of the Lich King is the new card set. Could you imagine they'll implement the Dark Knight as a playable class? And if they do, should there be new class cards for it in basic and classic or just in this set? So uh, answer, at least for me, is don't hold, don't hold your breath in terms of any, any new classes because I don't think they're going to be doing that for a while. No. But if they did do it, then absolutely. Like, there needs to be basic and classic cards.
1: Least, I feel like it's so hard to, like... Balance the game with an entire new class. I don't, huh? I don't know if it's possible.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's also a massive deal. Like it's it's a lot of, kind of a lot of work probably for like the, so the much team. Work. But um, I I think if there was ever new classes, I think it would be a lot better. I think it would be three new classes at the same time, and it would be a huge, massive deal, and um, it would change the game completely. I don't think there's any real need or point or desire for just one extra class to be added i don't think it will add that much uh like and also if, if one class was added then suddenly everyone would be playing this one class um yeah which...
1: is just very true no, no that's,
2: yeah, right. I, I, that's, I, that's i can't see it happening i i yeah Anytime i don't so. i don't think
0: it's gonna happen either and to your point i think it's like the bang for the buck too i think is not very much you know and I forgot if I mentioned this on last week's episode or is it just with a conversation with you guys? You know when we were planning shows or whatever. But I think the smartest thing to do, or if they want to do this, you know, they want to basically add this sense of more heroes, is just um, add different versions of the current nine ones by just changing the hero power. So like you know like Mediv in the mage, like have Mediv just have a different hero power than Jaina does. You know have You know, right now, it's literally just a portrait. It's just a portrait and a few voice lines that none of us really notice that much except for, you know, crazy, crazy hardcore folks. But, you know, if you did that, then it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't change much. The the class cards are still the same. It's literally just Mm -hmm. changing the one hero power. And then all of a sudden, you know, Hunter, you could try something completely different because we just talked about Hunter earlier. And a lot of these class, these things where the classes are very pigeonholed because of the hero power, you could be free of that. You know, and then you can create a new hero. You know, the, it it does essentially do something similar to it.
1: I haven't really thought of that idea, honestly. It's yeah, I'm no. thinking about it. It's it's interesting. Um, if they could find a good way to balance it, I'd be all for it, honestly.
2: I mean, it would probably be like one uh, hero power is based towards control archetypes, and one is more for aggro. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine if um, warrior gained a new hero power um, yeah. pirate, pirate warrior would probably uh, <laughs> go with that <laughs>
0: well it doesn't have to be so that. It could, it could be just general utility too like you could avoid doing the steady shot you know for every single class basically um, you know just try to think of some different things I don't know what it is exactly but you know I, I feel like it's just another way to add a lot of flavor or a lot you know just like create another path for each of the classes
1: like I yeah. said, if there was a good way to balance it, I, I'd be down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> obviously, really there's just... something
1: like di- DinoMancy exists, but yeah. It, yeah, but changing the 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 character itself would be a new, like, fun flair, yeah. you know, to the game.
0: So. Okay, do you guys are do you guys even care about the skins right now? Like, completely honest.
2: Uh, I never. Um... Get any skins or golden cards, or I never, basically I never spend any money on Hearthstone, really, if I can avoid it.
0: <laughs> free to play, um, Jackie is real free. to play.
1: I guess I don't care too much. I like playing Illyria when I play Hunter instead of Rexar. Um, okay,
0: okay. I
1: I love Jaina, so now I don't really use Medivh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't really care too much. But sometimes I suppose it's fun. Magni, I like Magni.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I don't. I mean, I. I care very little. It's just put you that way. W- yeah. Where like with Overwatch, I care a lot. Like I sp- that, that's the only reason to buy stuff in Overwatch is just purely because of the skins. So yeah. there is something missing with Hearthstone. It might just be inherently with the game. So I think that if you actually changed the game, you know, and, and added the skin that way, you know, where it's actually a, a new hero, then that could be useful and that could make them more money too, which is you know all they care about. Sure. So, um, I mean,
2: what could be interesting is if the other skins had different mana-costing hero powers, so they didn't have to be two mana. They could be, like, one mana or or passive oh, hero cool. powers or four, three or four mana hero powers. There's cool. kind passive of so many things you can powers. do. Passive would be cool, yeah.
1: That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: I mean, they've done things like that in the in Tavern Brawl. They've mm-hmm. had interesting Tavern Brawls where you have uh, different hero powers, yeah. and in the old adventures, your opponents would always have crazy, weird hero powers. Yeah. So uh, there's loads of stuff they could do if they wanted to.
0: Yeah. So I, and I don't think it's too crazy. I mean, outside of balance, obviously, I think balance is the, the biggest worrisome <laughs> part. But in terms of art and all of that stuff, you wouldn't have to do much. You know, like it, yeah. you've already made the skins, you already made the voice lines for some of these already. It's just like literally changing the hero power and, and then figuring out from there. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I, I thought that was a concept that was pretty interesting. And it made just remind me of it with the Death Knight. You know, Dom, I wish they would create a Death Knight. I mean, even like Maz's old, you know, just what was it, Death Knight or like, like even his proposal a long time ago, I thought was like a really, really good one. But, you know, they've even said that they're not going to add a new class forever, like for a long, long time. So, or maybe ever, I don't even think they even yeah. gave an ink, inkling of a hint that they would even had a new class. So, um, <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think that's all the time that we have. Again, you know, those that wrote in your questions, if we didn't get to it, you know, just, just keep writing in. I definitely have some folks that write in the same questions like two or three weeks and then we eventually get to it. So, um, you know, feel free to do that. It's not, definitely doesn't annoy me or anything like that. And we'll, we will eventually get to it, but why don't we do some shout outs at this point? Uh, great show. We covered a lot and I think it's we did a, a good job. Show,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Lots yeah.
2: to talk about. Yeah, totally. Jackie, you want to do some shout outs? yeah um check out my twitter uh, f2K underscore jackie uh, Jackie Chan is also my YouTube and twitch um, thank you for you guys for doing the show with me yeah uh, thank you for all your viewers for watching and um, thank you for our patrons to uh, for supporting us uh, I know me and Ali are only recently on this the show, but uh I think I speak for both both of us that um, when I say we're extremely grateful for your support and uh we really appreciate it. And, you know, keeps us doing what we, what we love doing. So thank you a lot, guys.
1: Exactly, yes, Jackie said it well. Thank you so much to the patrons, it means a lot to us. I want to be able to do the show for a while. So, you know, <laughs> it's awesome uh, to have your support. So definitely to the patrons. Also to um, Jackie's and my team, FTK, <laughs> we, love, we love our team. Uh, all of uh, just my uh, social media is usually just AliStraza, but my Twitter is FTK and it's for Ali. Um, YouTube is just AliStraza. So um, yeah, thank you guys for watching the show. Really appreciate it. Thank
0: you. Nick. Yeah. And to round things out, thank th- obviously the two of you guys, obviously doing the show, planning the show. It's been a lot of fun coming up with uh, new segments and you're going to, like I said before, you're going to start seeing some more new things. We're going to be doing some, you know, just a lot more things that you have not seen on value Town in the past. And I'm, Really excited that we'll be able to, you know, maybe implement some of these soon. Uh, but also, you can find us again on iTunes and some of the other audio channels like SoundCloud and uh, Google Play. You can find, all, find out all the uh, just information and links at chainmanv.tv. I always post all the show links and things like that each and every week. So if you ever have a question, just go there and you'll see, you know, where to find everything. But you can find the bots on youtube.com slash I'll have this up very, very soon. Follow us all on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter, ValuetownGG. And yeah, uh, you know, people have been asking about Sh- Streamer Showdown too. So we're gonna be do- we're going to be doing a Streamer Showdown Hearthstone edition next week, and uh, I'll give you more details very very soon. But given Shanghai is coming next week, I might have to figure out the the scheduling of when Shanghai is going to be, so I can do it. Maybe we can do it like right after that broadcast, and maybe we can do something in tandem with uh, Blizzard. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I try to plan it well, and um, yeah, hopefully we can have you guys on it soon. You guys want to be on Streamer Showdown sometime soon?
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I've been totally. on it once, once before and it was great. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We, should, we <laughs> yeah. should figure that out. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah we're going to well, be doing well. a couple more this summer for sure with Hearthstone and lots of other ones too, guys. So um, definitely keep a look at on that. Uh, and Again, you can find all the bots at youtube.com Cham But that's going to be it, guys, for Value Town this week. So for Jackie Chan, <laughs> Ali Straza, and myself, Cham <laughs> V. we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. You crave the love I gave and we'll-